0: Oh, boy, what a podcast. What a po- I, I got to tell you about normally I do a little shtick like, hey, this is Harlan Williams. You're at the Harlan Highway. Welcome to the podcast. Forget all that. Forget I even said that. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, superstar comedian on the podcast today. I'm interviewing him. Me, Harlan Williams, interviewing Jim Carrey today. So excited. I love Jim dearly. And uh, wait till you hear this interview. This is an interview that no one else has heard. It's a very special interview. You'll see why when we get there towards the end of the show. But uh, starting the show off, wait till you hear this. Any of you ever had bat sex? da 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 Bat sex! Boo! Bow! poo Blah! da 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 bat sex. Okay. I might have overdone it right there. Um anyways, we're going to be talking about bat sex and then we're going to be talking about something that drives me bat shit crazy. I saw someone doing something in their vehicle with technology as they were moving at 60 miles an hour that caused me to have some road rage. Okay, where do you hear this story, man? But no rage right now. It's happy time. It's the Harland Highway. Welcome to the Harland Highway.
1: All right, let's get this sucker going, huh? You're causing a major disturbance on my time.
0: It's the Harland Highway.
1: What's up, bruh? If I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time? (laughs) I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Am I hallucinating here? Just what in the hell do you think you're doing? You just made a wrong turn onto the harland highway this is your fucking wake-up call man you're riding down the harland highway with harland williams in 30 seconds you'll be dead i'll blow this place up and be home in time for cornflakes
0: okay i say we kick the show off with a weird crazy wacky story right right out of the gate can we do that I, I, i gotta talk about this thing i saw in the news let's do it Wacky weird crazy news story right out of the gate. Alibur! The Harland Highway. <laughs> crazy news story. That's weird. Wow. That's strange
1: stuff. I think you're crazy.
0: Oh god, this is this is kinda crazy yet creepy, yet disturbing, yet sexy, yet oh, it's got all the makings of a bad bestiality porno movie. Uh, let me give you the headline. Are, are you ready for this? Put your seatbelt on. Male bats found to perform oral sex on females. Now, I don't mean female people. Bats don't f- fly out of the cave and affix themselves to a woman's groin. Okay, ladies, there's there's no worry that you're walking around at uh, sunset and all of a sudden, a, a winged, leathery fur ball suddenly just attaches to your crotch and starts licking you. Although, somebody out there would probably like that, I think, maybe. Why not? Who, who doesn't want a, a, free, a free licking just before the sun goes down? <laughs> God, I'm Batman. Uh, But, no, this is uh, male bats found to perform oral sex on female bats. Check it out, man. This story is just creepy every way to Sunday. Uh, Male bats perform oral sex on females, apparently, to make sex last longer, researchers say. Well, gee, where do you think they got that idea? Is it any wonder they hang upside down from branches? Yeah, guess why they do it, huh? Neighborhood watch, hello. These guys are hanging upside down on branches in the darkness, looking in our bedroom windows, watching us humans go at it. And they're like, that looks pretty good. Let's do it. Let's do it upside down. So these findings... The first discovery of male-to-female oral sex in bats matched prior studies revealing that female bats perform fellatio or oral sex on male bats. Okay. <laughs> Have you seen a bat's mouth? Have you heard the word vampire? Do the, do the word fangs and teeth and rabies, do those words ring a bell with anyone? Does any male... Bat or any other male creature really want to stick their little friend in the mouth of a fang-filled bat? (laughs) Holy God. Scientists analyzed a colony of about 420 Indian flying foxes. Ooh. Well, at least they're foxes. Latin, Potoporus giganteus. Well, hopefully that's the men who are... Protoperus giganteus. I mean if they're gigantius, how can a how can a lady bat resist? I mean I don't wanna go over there and perform fellatio, but that little flying fox is just giganteus. I gots to get some of that in my fanged up mouth <laughs> Oh God. Oh so these bats roosting in a single fig tree in southern India near the village of Nala chapati. And these fruit-eating bats, by the way, are are one of the largest bats in the world. Not that bats get that big. I mean, it's not like they're the size of an eagle. So scientists, over the course of more than 13 months, using binoculars and a video camera, these researchers uh, witnessed 57 cases of sex Oral and intercourse, usually in the morning. Huh. Who knew that, that uh, flying foxes like to get their morning bang on? That's pretty interesting. I mean, considering they're creatures of the night, what's what's with the morning bang? You'd think they'd be all about the, the nighttime fellatio. <laughs> oh, 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 fellatio. bat Flying fox. Oh, um. <laughs> uh, so apart from humans, bats also exhibit oral sex as a courtship behavior. Uh, said Ganapathy Maramatutu, a bat researcher at this university in India. Boy, they got some funny names in India, don't they? Ganapathy Maramuthu. I wonder if Indians are over there going, oh my goodness, listen to this name from the United States of America. Larry Smith. Oh, what, what in the name of living Gandhi is that all about? Larry Smith and Margaret, L- Margaret Walters. Margaret Walters and Larry Smith. How do you even say these names? Who comes up with these confounded bedungles? <laughs> <laughs> it's... It's all about where you live. But let's get back to the horny bats. Um, so at the, these people, these pervs from the university with their binoculars and video cameras. Yeah, pervs. If you're going sit, to sit in the bushes for 13 months with your binoculars and your video cameras just to watch a bat get a suck job. Perv. There's bird watchers and then there's pervs. Although, I got to correct that. Bats are mammals. They're flying mammals. Um, So initially, males groomed their penises to go erect before approaching females. What the hell? How do you groom a penis? What do you, run a comb across it? Oh, my penis looks a little messy. let me see. Could I borrow your hairbrush, Stanley? My my penis seems to be a little tousled. Oh. Seems to be a little bent out of place. Do you mind if I groom it? (laughs) Thank you so much. I'm off to get some fellatio up in the fig tree, you know. (laughs) Good Lord. So they groomed their penises to go erect before approaching females. When they gently touched the females with their wings, females typically moved away. Yeah, hello. I mean, uh, if you're a human being on a subway, you're some lady riding to work, and some guy uh, grooms his penis and walks up to you and starts tapping you with it. Excuse me, I've just groomed my penis. Would you mind giving me some fellatio? Yeah, I'd, I'd move away too. But apparently the males followed. And when the females stopped moving, the males started licking the females' vaginas. The act known as cunnilingus, uh, which again sounds like an Indian name. Uh, Hello, my name is Cunnilingus Fandanda. Uh, this is my little brother, Fallatio Babonga. Uh, you must be Larry Smith. I would like to hang you in a fruit tree and give you Um, oh, uh, What a horrible word, cunnilingus. Oh, oh. Ugh. And just the fact that a bat has a vagina makes me nervous. I'm a little queasy. I don't like hearing that. Can it be called something else? Can it be called the bat cave or a bat hole or something? Should you be given, like, uh, the names of human anatomy to uh, animals? I mean, do we need to know that there's an elephant vagina out there? There's a walrus vagina. Hey dad, look at that uncircumcised giraffe penis. Ew. Can we give them their own name? Why do they have to have our names? Ugh. So, anyways, these bats, like it's as if that you can you can apply these these technical names to a a, a creature that flies around in the night and catches bugs with sonar. Like, they're not that bright. They hang around, They hang upside down in caves. And somehow, how they know the, the term cunnilingus. Yeah, I'm going to go out there and eat me some dragonflies and crap.
1: <laughs>
0: and then later on, I'm going to come home and get me some cunnilingus. <gasps> and in return, I want some fellatio. I don't know. They also say this foreplay may help arouse and lubricate females. Oh, come on. The females are lubricating; they're getting wet down there. You imagine? Oh my God! Look at that! Look at his wingspan, Sarah. Seriously, oh. put down that fig. Look at Daryl's oh. wingspan and those leathery wings. Oh, I'm getting so moist. <gasps> Ooh, I'm getting wet. I am drip, girl. I am dripping. Oh, girl, I've got. I am bat dripping. I'm like, oh, I, my, my bat hole is. Oh, my bat hole is dripping wet. Oh, girl. Oh, I got to get me some cunnilingus. Oh, God. Oh, this is just getting worse, isn't it? This is, I told you it was creepy and weird. Each case of cunnilingus typically lasted about 50 seconds. The males then mounted the females for 10 to 20 seconds and then went back to cunnilingus for 94 to 188 seconds stop timing the canalingus can you not just say they ate each other out for a little while they 69 upside down in a tree i mean good lord you if you're counting the seconds that they're licking each other you are you're a perv you're a botanical cur- perv you're an auto you're an autobon you're an auto perv perv the researchers, the, I'm going to take out the word research and just add perv. The pervs found that the longer the stints of cunnilingus before mating, the more copulation was prolonged. God, the stints of cunnilingus? What about the act of how? Now it's a stint? Hey, baby, I'm feeling kind of horny. You want to? How about you come over here and stint me up, baby? Oh, yeah, I could use a good stint right about now, honey. Oh, yeah. Oh, give me some more stint, baby. Hang on while I hang upside down. It is possible that prolonged copulation enables the mobility of sperm. Marita Bobluba told Live Science, such mobility of sperm increases the chance of conception, the scientists also noted that males might perform cunnilingus on females in order to clean off competitors' sperm. Oh no, he didn't. No, he didn't. He did not observe that. Oh, you—it's bad enough they're doing this, but now the dudes are cleaning the other fruit bats' jizz. Off the the female bat hole, this is just this is a this is a bad this is bad this is this is turning even me off of sex in the human world. Forget about uh, Batman sex. Ew, that is just gross. Observations at close range is needed to find out whether the male's tongue enters the vagina or not. Oh, God. The bat species found to perform male-to-female and female-to-male oral sex were fruit bats. Well, wait a minute. This is a bad pun, but shouldn't fruit, if they're fruits, if they're fruit bats, wouldn't that be a guy-on-guy bat thing? Wouldn't that make them like the gay? Isn't that a slang word for gay, the fruit? I don't know. Uh, let, why, why don't we ask the the, Reese, the the perv searchers? Oral sex may occur in other species of fruit bats as well, Marmoguku suggested. Uh, so there you go, gang. Really creepy story right out of the gate, but crazy enough, I had to lay it on you. Uh, I'm going to give you just a few moments to go home. Or go somewhere, go to a truck stop, have a shower, like stop at a seashell shop and, you know, purchase a big chunk of coral and just scrape your skin of exfoliate your your nine layers of skin, man. Get the filth off, dirty cunnilingus bats. Ah. I'm
1: Batman.
0: Ah. Okay, how about this? How about going from bat ecstasy... To batshit crazy enraged road rage. Ecstasy to rage. Yeah, it happened to me uh, just the other day on the highway. I got road rage. But guess what? I got road rage on your behalf, ladies and snifflertle blurgans. Okay? I got road rage for you. Here's what happened. I'm driving down a busy-ass highway in Los Angeles, okay? All you ever hear about is how crazy the traffic is in L.A. True fact, it is crazy. So uh, I'm driving around in prime rush hour, okay? Traffic's been moving pretty slow. Finally, there's an open patch. And uh we start whaling along probably around sixty, sixty-five miles an hour, maybe low seventies. And I drive a big old pickup truck. Not not the baby kind. I got the full on like big pickup truck. And uh because I have a pickup truck, I sit up higher than cars. I have a, a different vantage point because the uh chassis and everything is is built up higher. And so when I'm driving along, I can see down into a regular car. So I'm wailing along, listening to my tunes, the sun is shining, I'm whistling, you know, I'm scratching my sideburns. And I glance over, and here's some chick, probably, I don't know, maybe late 20s, early 30s, driving by herself, little bobby haircut, little, like, secretary glasses and I'm driving along and I just happen to glance over as I'm passing her and I look over and she's not looking at the road she's looking down in her lap and I I look down in her lap she has an iPad on her lap part of it's on her lap and the other part's on the lower rung of the steering wheel and she's looking down. She's, she's got one hand on the wheel and one hand manipulating the iPad. And I was going by uh, faster than her, so all of a sudden I ended up in front of her. And I'm like, what in the name of holy hell? So I, I looked in my rearview mirror. I, got, I Now I was in front of her. I looked in my rearview mirror specifically at her. She looked up for about a heartbeat and then her face went back down, okay? she I watched her for about 30, 40 seconds, and I'm telling you, Snurdle, Flergens, and Blurger, Blurgens, no word of a lie, she was looking down into her lap more than she was looking up at the road. And let's face it, we're all guilty. We're all guilty of texting. We're all guilty of making phone calls. Um... So, you know, let he who is without sin cast the first cell phone. But a lot of times when you have a cell phone, and I'm, here I am justifying it, but a lot of times when you have a cell phone, you're kind of holding it up near your steering wheel or up near the dashboard. Still, it's not smart. But this girl was looking straight down completely, no peripheral vision, And I got mad. I was like, you know what? Cell phones are bad enough, but an iPad? Like, why don't you just crack out like a keyboard and start writing a novel where you're driving? Or better yet, why don't you write up your will? And so here's why I got mad. I didn't get mad at her. I didn't get mad for me. I got mad. I started thinking someone on this highway might lose their life today. Someone, a family, a guy driving to work, a guy going on a date, some woman going to a dance class, someone running to the store to get some milk or some groceries for dinner. Somebody might die because this dipshit and part of my French, but I was pissed. This dipshit was iPadding on a five lane highway going 60, 65 miles an hour barely looking up at the road. And I was like, uh-uh, that's it. I, I, I'm I, going to at least try and save somebody's life here. So I'll tell you what I did. I slowed down. I slowed down. I let her catch up to me. She was right beside me. And I just wailed on my horn, man. I was just like, ah, eh, ah. Eh. She didn't even flinch. She wouldn't even look over. She kind of got a little bit past me, so I sped up, and I caught up to her, and she still was looking at it. So I was like, ah, ah. And I'm waving my arms, and I'm gesturing, and I, I didn't flip her off. I'm not that guy. I don't do the finger thing. That's, that's low rent. But I was kind of like, had my arms in the air, like, what are you doing, you idiot? And I'll tell you what, more traffic came, and I got surrounded, and so obviously I had to to break off the chase, so to speak. But I'll tell you what, in the moments that I was next to her, where I was trying to, uh, you know, I guess you'd say bully her into getting off her iPad, she never did. And, uh... I hope I hope my harassment maybe made her get off it after I pulled away. I don't know, but man was I pissed! What a what a dipshit! So that's my beef for the day. Please don't iPad and text and and phone and do all that. And yes, guilty. I've done it, and I'm I'm gonna try and be better. I, when I say that to you, I'm saying it to me too. When I when i warn you i'm saying it to myself too i'm not up here on a soapbox being a preacher i'm 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 doing it to better myself to better you it might be the difference between somebody living and dying it really is dangerous whoo okay so there you happy i'm looking out for you man um And now here's, uh, this is is really cool, this next segment. I'm very excited about this. I hope hope you enjoy it. Uh, The last podcast, I started talking about Jim Carrey, comedian, actor, superstar. uh, And uh, you know how he's been getting a bit of a rough ride from the press lately. And uh, you know how his movies haven't really been what they used to be. And I say, so what? The guy's in a bit of a lull, a bit of a rut. He's too dynamic. He's too talented to stay there for long. And my last podcast, if you didn't hear it, I I, I did kind of a breakdown of his movie The Cable Guy, which I thought was an overlooked, under-assessed movie. And if you want to go back to the last podcast, number uh, 482, and listen to it... uh, then, uh, you can check it out. But I've always been a big fan of Jim. I'm still a big fan of Jim in a way. I owe Jim, uh, a lot, um, in terms of helping my career. Jim, Jim is the guy that, that, uh, suggested me, recommended me for, um, dumb and dumber. And he's been a friend and a buddy and an acquaintance and a stranger. And, uh, a guy i've worked with I've done stand up with jim I've done movies with jim i've hung out with jim it's 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 been interesting i'm I'm not his everyday buddy buddy, but I have had a lot of interactions with jim and i I got nothing but respect and admiration for the guy and uh as a special treat, I wanted to play for you uh way way back when when ace Ventura first came out. Um, there was a comedy magazine in Los Angeles and the editors, uh, knew that I knew Jim. And so they asked me if I would interview Jim, uh, do an interview for their magazine. And I said, sure, I'll, I'll do it. So got in touch with Jim and, uh, and, um, he agreed to do the interview and sit down with me. And uh, you know, I was a I was a whippersnapper. I was a new kid in town. I you know I hadn't the only movie I'd ever done was uh, I hadn't even done it yet. Dumb and Dumber. Uh, we hadn't even shot it yet. Um. But uh, here was Jim. He was the big star of In Living Color. And Ace Ventura had just come out. And God bless him, he agreed to sit down and be interviewed by me. And I was a little worried because I knew Jim was, uh, you know, such a comedic, uh, amazing comedic uh, power. And I know he'd done his fair share of interviews. And I was like, God, I don't want to bore the guy. And Jim's a bit twisted and I'm a bit twisted. And so I'm going to ask him some some serious questions. And I'm going to ask him some kind of bizarre questions. And so what you're about to hear, ladies and gentlemen, is an actual interview. uh, Me interviewing Jim Carrey. And uh, it's, it's a little, the sound quality is not great, but I think this kind of adds to the charm of it. I actually recorded this on a little portable, um, like, cassette recorder. Yeah, a little, a little rectangular cassette recorder. I put it down on the table, I pressed record, and so it picked up all the ambient noise and cars going by and people chattering in the background, and so uh, the audio's not the best in the world, but I thought, considering who it is, it's Jim Carrey. It's kind of pre his huge star rising. This was, uh, you know, this was before The Mask came out. This was before Dumb and Dumber came out. This was before Batman came out. And uh, it's just a fun, silly interview. Jim does a couple of impressions right off the cuff that I think are amazing. Um. Some of his answers are insightful, some of them are funny. I'll let you listen to it. And as far as my role in this, remember, uh, I was kind of a newcomer into the Hollywood scene. And here I am sitting with one of the uh, the town's most, uh, you know, hottest rising stars. And, uh, you know, listen to my voice. I If I sound a little intimidated, if I found, sound a little jittery, a little bit nervous... It's because you know I I was I'll be honest I was a little intimidated sitting there with Mr. Jim Carrey, even though we were buddies at that time and we we did stuff and we hung out. He, he, I was still kind of uh, just in awe of his abilities and and his his accomplishments and and his uh, his comedy and all of it. So if I sound a little a little weird in this doing the interview, it's it's just it's just uh, nervousness. Okay? So here it is, special treat. This was taped, God, this has got to be over 15 years ago, man. Maybe longer. No one's ever heard this. Okay? The magazine never ended up using it. So this is the first time this has ever been heard, and it's just a fun, silly question and answer period. With yours truly interviewing, the magnificent, the main man of mirth, Mr. Jim Carey.
1: seen the Loch Ness Monster, and if so, did you cry like a baby walrus? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Harlan, I have seen the Loch Ness Monster, but not at Loch Ness. I went there. I stayed there for months. Nothing happened. And I came home and, uh, and I saw a little movie called Jurassic Park. <laughs> okay. That just fulfilled my whole Loch Ness fantasy right there. And did you cry like the baby walrus? No, I cry, cried like a full-grown walrus. And then I took a you big know. dump. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Good answer, Ate Jim. some fish. And took a big dump. Jim. If you could spend a week orbiting in the space shuttle, what would you do? Well, I'd I'd spend the first few days doing what I love to do most and when I'm alone. And then I'd spend the rest of the time trying to avoid the goo that's floating <laughs> in the air. <laughs> <Bastard>. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> you have you always done things your way or have you had to make compromises is that one of the serious questions oh that's a serious one okay Uh, uh, only when I went to see the Loch Ness uh, have I always done things my way god definitely not you've had to make compromises I've had to like punch things a lot <laughs> like you know, people when you no not people never people but uh, yeah trailer doors and stuff like that because you had to do because I didn't get my way yeah so you know yeah I can see that yeah there's you know sometimes we, I don't get my way all the time but you know when I do there's generally no damage <laughs> okay Jim, what's your favorite food? Uh, Grilled cheese Grilled cheese sandwiches with a giant wad of ketchup And what's your favorite type of cereal? Oh gosh Captain Crunch, but it gets the roof of my mouth all raw I love Captain Crunch too This one's serious Jim Yeah, sure it is it. Same Hollywood, cash for a second. <laughs> Hold on, let me try. Put yourself... I may need more than a second. Put yourself in a virgin forest sitting on the forest floor. What are you thinking about? Not Hollywood. What goes through? In the, the middle of a virgin forest all alone. Silence. Birds. I would probably be thinking about how I can use this in a scene. <laughs> this, the forest... Forest, just the feeling, the feeling of peace. I've got to remember this. Then use I it, try to find a mirror somewhere. Use it in a movie. Yeah. I mean, like like sometimes when I get upset, you know, and, and I'll be like crying, uh, like at the worst, most most uh, desperate hour of my life, I think, you know, I've gone into the bathroom and looked at it, just to see what it's like, so I could recreate it. Wow, that's, that's pretty sick, sick huh? No, oh, I think... No. Hold on a second. got to remember this. <laughs> Let me ask you this. If, we, if you were reincarnated, what would you come back as, Jim? You. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be you, Harlan. Oh, my God. Definitely. <laughs> This is a good one. I hope you. Then I could think up all kinds of neat questions to ask. <laughs> Someday you're gonna get me back for this. <laughs> Jim, what's your favorite episode of the Twilight Zone? This is a serial. Oh, okay. One. But I'm not sure if you're a fan of that show or not. <laughs> I was, but yes, I haven't seen them in so long. I've missed the last couple of marathons. Mm. Uh, favorite Twilight Zone episode. Actually liked Rod Serling after he left The Twilight Zone and went to Undersea World of Jacques Cousteau. Oh, doing the voice? Yeah. That scared you more the than calypia. The Maybe Calypso. Ninety-degree You know, I love yeah, that. Yeah. I was expected to see him though, standing by a piece of coral. You know, right under right. the water. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I have the a favorite episode. Of that's episode. even better. That's the. That's a better answer. I right? I like that well I mean yeah I do I liked it I like I like like the voiceover in the undersea world of Jacques Cousteau Jim what's your favorite like out of all the performances you've done what's your favorite one this one's serious performance in movies yeah that you've done um or it it doesn't have to be a movie I was was pretty good in Apocalypse Now (laughs) 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 what role I was, I was Brando. You played Brando? Yeah. Because yeah. he couldn't do a lot of that stuff. Really more physical things he couldn't do because he was really big. Because it was all dark. Yeah, it was dark and stuff. I thought that was you. A lot of people don't know that. Wow, that's okay. Yeah. That's a good role. Yeah. I can't wait to see Brando like doing commercials and stuff. You know, like uh like uh, for Last night I thought of, like, him doing this commercial. What the hell was it? It was, uh... Oh, butter. For butter? Real natural butter. <laughs> There's nothing like it. I like to spread it on croissants and bread. it you know, toasted bread and... But I enjoy country crock. Brando <laughs> for country crock, <laughs> I think, it would be great. I love the little tub that comes in. I think it'd be great. If you had a choice, would you rather be the President of the United States, the Prime Minister of Canada, the Queen of England, or King Tucka ruff ruff ruler of the onion people? <laughs> the Queen of England. Why? <laughs> because uh because then I could just invite <laughs> whenever I wanted okay. and we could peel onions together if you could spend an hour with someone you idolize who would it be and why uh, Mother Teresa why uh, because I just think she's really sexy oh my god <laughs> and I think I could change her I don't know if I wear the right cologne. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> She's almost dead, I think. Pretty dead soon. Hey, let's have a fight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Look out, Sally. <sighs> Jim, what's your ultimate goal? Uh, to get a nice ranch somewhere out in the hills and yeah, have some followers find out where the parties are send them up there just for fun Jim do you have a hidden agenda to destroy the planet earth no just taint it I just want to taint it a little bit
0: taint it a little bit there you go gang Uh, I dug that up out of an old stack of cassette tapes that I had Buried in my archives, and uh, and that's just a portion of it. Uh, further down the road, I'll play you some more of my interview with Jim Carrey. I don't I don't want to dump it on you all at once, um, but uh, I hope you enjoyed that. I thought that I thought it was kind of cool. I thought you might like that. As I said, nobody's ever heard that. You guys are the first to hear this interview, and uh, it was done well over probably 15 years ago. So uh, there you go. Let me know what you thought. If you want to leave me a voicemail at uh, 323-739-4330, if you want to hear more of that interview, I can play it. If you thought it sucked, I won't play it. Uh, you can uh, you can write me if you don't want to leave me a message. Uh, I'm at uh, HarlanWilliams.com. Leave me a message and let me know what you thought and uh uh be great to see what your feedback is um and uh, as always, even though Jim uh, probably won't hear this or uh, whatever, my thanks to Jim um, just for being on this planet with us, man. I think I think he's he's enriched all of us with his his laughter and his gifts um, so there you go uh, and that brings us right to the end of the show good good way to end it with uh with that little treat, that little gem. Um and uh let me just make a few quick announcements here and we'll get you guys out of here. Um let's see tonight. Oh sweet lord Tundrin, What am I doing tonight? Nothing. Why did I even <laughs> why did I say tonight? Like it's it's Monday night. What what do, what do you think I'm doing? Yeah, tonight we're we're breaking into a bank. Um, tonight, nothing, <laughs> but I, I do want to make some announcements for, uh, upcoming stand up dates, uh, April 18th, which is a Thursday through, uh, April 21st, which is a Sunday. I will be at the Kansas city improv. Please get your tickets at harlowilliams.com. Going to be a great show. It's a great club. Also, uh, the following week, April 26th to 28th, which is Friday through Sunday. I'll be at the Pittsburgh Improv, and then getting into May, if you're here on the West Coast, uh, May 9th through May 12th, I love this club, San Jose, California, right up there just south of San Francisco, come on out to the San Jose Improv, and uh, I'm going to be doing some improv, we're going to be doing a stand-up show and an improv show all rolled into one, so double the bang for the buck, it's going to be awesome. Um, don't forget to check out uh the uh allthingscomedy.com. This is a uh, this is a uh, a group of podcasts, a podcast network that features my uh, show, but there's a lot of other really funny talented podcasters on there. You can go check that out. Um, and don't forget my store at harlowilliams.com for your merchandise needs. And uh, that's it, man. Fun show today, um, and uh, whatever you do, please watch out for not only people eye padding while they drive, but for God's sakes, watch out for conningus obsessed bat. And until next time, chicken, shawmaine, baby.